this pickup at the bar is going well. Maybe too well. Today I'm talking about House of Darkness. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about a recent horror flick from Neil LeBute, of all people. I feel like he's been away for a while. And I found this on Hulu, and I thought it has an interesting concept, but it was a little slow for my taste, and uh, for reasons I'll get into shortly. So without further ado, let's get started. A lot of horror movies are built around a turn. Not a twist, a turn. A twist, at least in my definition, is a reveal that subverts something the audience was taking for granted or just assuming. These tend to come in at the end of the movie and turn the entire experience on its head or just before the third act. A turn is what I call a reveal that changes the audience and lead characters' expectations. If you spent half the movie thinking that this creepy janitor is a murderer, the turn is discovering that it's actually not him. These tend to happen around a movie's middle or after a hint or two. But what if a movie had a turn that it refused to follow through on? That seems to be the idea behind House of Darkness. Justin Long plays Hap Jackson, a man who's scored a nice night with a lovely woman, played by Kate Bosworth, and has just been invited into her home. But Hap's night gets progressively stranger as his would-be date probes him for information and possibly something more sinister. A lot of modern horror movies are starting to have fun with dramatic irony, the fancy term for the writing tool where the audience knows something that the characters don't. In Romeo and Juliet, for instance, Romeo doesn't know that Juliet is just playing dead and acts accordingly, taking his own life, while the audience understands how tragic this is because Juliet is going to come too shortly. The way this is used in modern horror movies is very simple. Our lead character, or characters, start interacting with someone who is a bit off for reasons that are hard to pin down, but the audience knows something is wrong. And because the writers know the audience knows, they can poke and prod the situation and make the audience more curious about the motives of everyone involved. This is what House of Darkness is doing with Kate Bosworth's Mina. Based on the setup genre and genre, Mina's attire and even her house, we know something weird is going on with her. The lights in her house are off, and everything looks and feels like a gothic horror story told by candlelight, quite literally. It's hard to tell if it's malicious, but we get the feeling that she's toying with Hap. She seems to be asking questions she already has answers to, ignores red flags that Hap points out, and changes her mood on a dime. So why would a movie do this? In House of Darkness's case, it's to undress Hap. Making his second turn as a seemingly nice guy who's actually a gigantic prick in 2020, Justin Long's Hap starts off as very sympathetic. He seems awkward and nice and asks a bunch of questions the audience would find themselves asking or wondering in a situation like this. For instance, he is very confused how a woman like Mina can afford the giant mansion they find themselves in. But the more he talks, whether to Mina or someone on the phone, the more we start to see the cracks in Hap's nice guy persona. We see him lie and stumble over what is or isn't true, because he just lied. The more he talks, the more we learn about what an awful guy he is, and even how awful his attempts to pick up Mina were. How we even find out that he drove Mina home completely shit-faced. Instead of wondering what cruel fate awaits Hap, we're just waiting for him to meet serious consequences, possibly for the first time in his dishonest life. Is this effective as a movie? Yes and no. 
In terms of a not-great dude showing his whole ass and as a commentary on men like Hap, this is pretty effective. The idea is to highlight how men often hide their worst sides, especially in situations like this where sex with an attractive rich woman is on the table, and how predatory that can look and feel, while at the same time, Mina is playing with Hap's head like he's the prey. It's a smart reversal. As a horror movie, eh, it's okay. It's pretty clear that Mina is in control of the situation from start to finish, and waiting so, so long for the turn means the movie has to introduce new and somewhat unnatural elements and characters that seem to exist solely so Hap can do and say another douchebag thing versus amplifying the pressure. And because Hap isn't a great guy, we're not too concerned for his safety. I think the movie may have worked better if Hap was slower to reveal his bad sides, and said that sides were more extreme, at least in implication. I get why this happens, though. It's a push and pull in situations like this to present a character that men can see themselves in, versus one that is so monstrous, and House of Darkness is trying its best. Still, I think it could have used more of the horror elements earlier. The verdict is, it's a slow burn that's a bit too slow. Though some might find the experience gratifying, House of Darkness was a little too slow for my taste. 5 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.